What's up, WizKids, and welcome to Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Zach Rosen. And coming up, after we talk playoff scenarios, we got the greatness that is John Wall on the podcast talking about the playoff scenarios and what he has in store for the playoffs and his thoughts on the fans, you, the D.C. family, what he thinks about the kind of support he wants from you. But first, guys, let's talk about the Washington Wizards. They beat the Boston Celtics last night. That was a big deal for this team. and uh, Possible playoff matchup. Possible playoff matchup. What were your thoughts on what this means for just playoff seedings? And, and right. where do you want to go, Jeremy? Well, that, that win, the win last night, keeps the Wizards alive now for 6, 7, or 8, going into the last day of the season tonight. Um, so that, you know, a loss to Boston would have meant it's an automatic 8 seed mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. Toronto. A win now means that the Wizards could still play the Raptors, the Celtics, or the Sixers. Mm-hmm. That's all depending on tonight's matchup. And there's a lot of different scenarios now. I'll try to keep it as simple <laughs> as possible. Because <laughs> yeah. so, some people will say, oh, can't they still play Cleveland? No, no. actually. No, you can't play Cleveland because Philly – Philly now the only way that they could have played Cleveland was if the you know in the six three matchup but yeah Philly would ha- if Philly beats Milwaukee tonight then Philly will keep the three seed mm-hmm. and that would be the only way the Wizards could get to six would you know to pass Milwaukee they need Milwaukee yeah. to lose but obviously both things can't happen the Bucks and Sixers can't both lose they play each other tonight and that so that would be why they can't play Cleveland now. Mm-hmm. Um, so so let's see. So let's go through the Wizards. If the Wizards beat the Magic tonight, mm-hmm. that's that's the only way they could move up from eight. Mm-hmm. So if they lose to the Magic tonight, they can't move out of eight. So if the Wizards beat the Magic and the Bucks lose to Philly, they would move ahead of Milwaukee. If and so then so then it depends what Miami Miami's playing Toronto tonight. So if Miami loses to Toronto and the Bucks lose to the Philadelphia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Wizards would jump to six and play Philly. Go play at Philly game one. Big plot twist. Hopefully yeah. you had your pen and pencil. Yeah, so that would be Philly. a Wizards win. All that down. So if the Wizards <laughs> have to win, the Bucks and Heat both lose, then the Wizards are going to play Philly. If the Wizards win and one of those two teams win either one win if one wins and one loses doesn't matter which one wins or which one loses but mm-hmm. one wins one loses between Milwaukee and Miami the wizards will automatically be the 7 seed and they would be going to Boston Boston mm-hmm. for the first round if everything stays status quo which would mean all three teams win all three teams lose or, uh, or, all three or teams either lose. all three teams win or the wizards just lose and it doesn't matter what the other two teams do if the mm-hmm. wizards lose or if all three teams win and things stay the same, the Wizards remain the eighth seed, and they would be going to the six to Toronto. Well, be careful saying the six because we're six. not going to the six seed. As a few, <laughs> we've already had, we've already had Toronto, that that mix up. The number that they would be going to Toronto for for game one. And as you um, will li- listen to later with John, he talked about God's plan. We we kind of want to spoil Drake's. God's plan. It, it was amazing how John knew the playoff scenarios. And, like, Jeremy and I feel like we have a very good grasp on it. But he <laughs> was John, on top of it. I he, mean, Western well, Conference, too. Yeah. Oh, well, talking to him, yeah. The Western Conference is just – I can't even keep track of all those <laughs> scenarios, tiebreakers, because it's 
it's like almost every seat is still up for mm-hmm. grabs. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, other than you know the Denver Minnesota game, which should be really exciting because that's like winners like and losers yeah. out. Yeah, the all the other stuff is all seating and like who's gonna play who, and that's it's it's fun. I mean, it's an exciting final day of the season to have, like you can't plan anything. Yeah, um, you know, other than the top couple seeds, like nothing else is locked, um, which is you know it's exciting and it's fun and. Um, you know, gets us ready for what's about to come this playoff season. Yep. So we'll podcast when we I'm know who we're I'm playing again. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. wild. We'll it's know, we'll know tonight. All the games start at eight o'clock, I yeah. believe tonight. Well, then so there's some at 1030, but those, that's out West. We'll know the East by the East. East are all eight o'clock. And games. we'll pot again before game one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys want to get into it now. I had on the rundown, the thought of like best moments from this season. We'll, or, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do save that. that. We'll yeah. save it. Maybe but for after the playoffs usually gives us the best moment. So let's, yeah, let's save it. Well, I want to do something about the ending of the regular season. Okay. But Okay, we'll save it. The okay. other note that I we should throw out there is if the Wizards finished 44 and 38, that was the same record as the 1978 championship team. Boom. Just oh, something yeah. that's been so they, watched yes. by some of ours yep. upstairs. So a, win tonight, uh, a win tonight would give them 44 wins. Yeah, yes. So that's just a special number. Don't read anything into it. You never know. Uh, it's well, very you, different. You, but yes. uh, I don't think this team it. has the talent to make a run. I don't know how far, but they definitely have the talent to do it. We'll see what happens, and John will talk a lot about that. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting for sure. I did tell Bradley Beal that yesterday. Oh, you did? I what was did like, FYI. I was like, I don't know if you noticed, but and I said the record, and yeah. I said they were they had the lowest winning percentage of any playoff team that season and won the championship. Yeah, I, I mean, like, just FYI, I, this team is knows though that they're going to be zero and zero. Everyone's zero and zero. I've heard I think five different people say that, including Coach Brooks, in yeah. the last two days. So they that's their mindset going into this, and they know it's just like a tournament for them, and they're going to be very underseeded. I don't think anyone can disagree with that around the league, just because they've played poorly of late. That maybe they're going to be overlooked, but we, we really do think that people will not overlook the team mm-hmm. maybe at a micro level in their individual matchups. But like macro wise, if you look at the whole East, it's kind of like the wizards are one of the, to me, one of the four teams that could probably win the East. Yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing is to think about how te- how at the beginning of the season, all of the prognosticators, former players and media people talked about how the Wizards would potentially be the number three seed. So maybe they are the scary team. You don't want to have to play them. Well, it, it just it depends who you ask. I mean, there's some right now I just heard this morning that or yesterday morning that we're talking about that teams want to play the Wizards because they think the Wizards are going nowhere, which mm-hmm. I mean, the way they've played lately, that's fine to say. Like they have they've played like a team that looks like they're going to be a quick going to be a quick exit. But I've seen them play this way going into the playoffs Before. a few times mm-hmm. going into the going into the postseason. Circumstances were different. I mean, it's always different. It's a different team. It's a different year. But all I know is that when the playoffs start, so much of the regular season means absolutely nothing. Yeah, it is so different. It is completely, completely different game. And the fact that the Raptors don't lose to any sub five hundred teams and that they don't. And that they beat up on everyone and they're so consistent and so good. That doesn't mean anything when they play the Wizards. It's a head-to-head seven-game series. It's you versus them. It doesn't matter that the Wizards don't show up against sub-500 teams. The only thing that matters is that the Raptors have an extra home game Mm -hmm. because of that. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, that that part of it is just – it doesn't matter. So it just comes down to matchups and – 
this this Wizards team, they know they can beat Toronto. Yeah. I mean, they, they're confident that it's not a team that you look at and think, you know, basically if we play great and they play great, we're, we're going to lose. That's that. It's not like we the Wizards right. think we have to play great and we need them to miss shots and play poorly or else we don't have a chance, mm-hmm. which sometimes, you you know, as a 1-8, if that's the case, if it's a 1-8, a, a lot of times that is how it is. Like last one I can remember is no way it's Dikembe Mutombo, Denver, the Seattle, one, right? No, the Warriors were the, eight. Yeah, one, so that's what. Okay, that was there, the right Baron Davis really team, good. right? Wow, yeah. was that in like the mid 2000s or early yeah. 2000s? Yeah. Didn't they beat Dallas as an eight-one? Yeah, it was. It was wow. some. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't like one of the most talented teams. You know, it wasn't a mm-hmm. huge upset, but the fact that they pulled through, I think, to win the actual series is way different than winning a few games yeah. which sometimes happens but, but you know you look at the one seeds the last couple of years they've been major teams it's mm-hmm. been like Golden State out west it's been Cleveland or Miami when LeBron was there or yeah. Atlanta who was really right. good that one year so yeah I mean this would be I think just from a if you know if you're a Vegas odds person this would be one of the most evenly matched one eight matchups yeah. in the NBA history, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I, I will see when the if it happens, if that's the case, and we'll find out. But if that is the case, we'll see um, if you know how they how they do put yeah. the odds out. But I just if the Wizards were to beat the Raptors as an eight one. I don't think it's that big it's of an not upset. An upset. No. I mean, it's an upset. If you're an eight, but not, but not. I'm giving. I'm. I think Toronto's a very good team. Not UMBC. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I mean. It wouldn't. It's. It's just not a. It's not a shock the Beating world. Virginia. Like, um. You know, like to just to me. I mean, I'm so close to the to it and to the Wizards, but like. Yeah. I just think it's a very close between the two teams when it's just them two going at each other. And it's tough, too, because the playoff history of Toronto, people are skeptical. Yeah, yeah, of that's what, part what of it. That's of course, plays into it. It's yeah. Lowry and DeRozan have had struggled struggles in the playoffs mm-hmm. in the past, and they have underperformed uh, multiple times. So until they kind of get over that, you know, if the Wizards steal game one in Toronto, oh boy, you, those headlines and the, the commentary and the, post-game press conference and all the questions going into game two yeah there's going to be a mountain of pressure on mm-hmm. those guys in toronto and then the wizards can kind of play the role of you know well we're the eighth seed and like yeah not that they have nothing to lose because yeah it's a, it's a it's an interesting dynamic of being an eighth seed kind of how this season has gone but yeah but it's it would it would be I mean, there's there's a lot that would go into on those shoulders of those Raptors players if they were to lose yeah, that first. They're game. gonna have all the pressure. Yeah, yeah, so I think definitely. that's that's how it is. And and if it's Boston, we'll we'll have you know we're gonna pod and talk all about this. So I don't want to get too much yeah. into the no matchups. spoilers yet. The Wizards need to beat Orlando. Tonight. Yes, yes, yeah. So. Have to be the Magic, or else we are definitely going to Toronto for yep. Game One. All right, I hope you have enjoyed hearing Jeremy and Zach break down. The potential matchups and the scenarios for playoff seeding. Coming up next, WizKids, John Wall, the five-time All-Star, joining us on Off the Bench. Welcome back to Off the Bench. And joining us now is Washington Wizards guard John Wall, the All-Star, five-time All-Star. Back in the lineup, getting ready for the playoffs. Excited to have you on the show here with uh, Zach and Jeremy, thank you very much uh, for joining us, John. We really appreciate it. And first, I want to just say that I am amazed 
that off before we started recording, we learned more about the playoff seedings from you than doing some of our own research. Like that just surprised me that you know so much about not just what's going on with the league and general players, but just understanding the playoff seeding matchup. How much does that interest you? Just the drama of how things are playing out and coming down to the last two games of the season for the Wizards and other teams. Um, it's great. It's amazing. I think probably the first time in a long time of both sides really going down to the last two days. You know, it kind of tributes to back what your coaches said early in the year. When you have those games, you got to take advantage of. You don't do that early on. It kind of haunts you at the end. You don't control your own destiny. And a lot of teams is kind of in that position. It's kind of scary that a lot of teams that's fighting for what seed they want to be or trying to get that last team in the playoffs got to play against each other on the last day. I don't think the NBA knew it would come down to that. So that's what makes the NBA a lot more exciting, I think. It's the first time we had that kind of commitment going into the last two months of the season where guys are really focusing in on games and um, trying to get a spot. How important do you think it is for you guys, for this team here in Washington, to finish the season the right way and get some momentum going into going into I, this play? I feel like that's key, just having some momentum. I think um, the last two games is big for us. You know what I mean? Even the practices leading up to these games and practice after these games, leading to the playoffs, you want to have some type of momentum. We're not one of those teams that can just turn it on and off at any time. I said that yesterday, and some people might not like it, but it's the truth. You know what I mean, we know what type of style of basketball we have to play to win. And um, you see some of these teams, even with their records already solidified or their home court advantage solidified, they're still trying to win and have some type of momentum going into the playoffs so they don't come off with any rust. How's it felt for you personally to be back the last couple games, especially in Cleveland? It felt like, you know, that felt like the playoffs and you were, you know, back to your all-star caliber play and just being back has got to feel great, but what uh, specifically? Yeah, it's been great just being out there with my team. You know I mean, just, you know I mean, being able to travel with the guys, just be around the guys means a lot. You know I mean? Through the whole process of being injured, I couldn't travel, so I was just here. So we kind of get born of being at home all day and, just doing the same rehab process, which is boring. But, uh, yeah, like you said, Cleveland game was like an atmosphere type of playoff series. You know what it's going to be like. Um, and then the main thing for me is just trying to get my legs back. It's, it's a lot different than going and practicing, doing extra conditioning downstairs or in the weight room. You know, but when you get in the game, it's a different type of speed. So that was the most, main focus for me is just being able to knock down some shots with fatigue sitting in and knowing I can play through it. And uh, it's been fun. As we're recording this, you're going to be playing Boston tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, a potential playoff matchup for you, depending on how things fall where they may. But is there an extra, where's that extra motivation, maybe a chip on your shoulder? I know we had to answer questions about, oh, they didn't like, they thought it would playing better without me. Now I'm back on the court. I'd like to think in a positive way it was, hey, when John's on the bench, now the team is learning to play better, to, to give you some rest, to be ready for the playoffs. Um, just talk about mentally how you are motivated, maybe a little more about going into this playoff run. Um, what I told everybody is just give those guys credit because if we didn't go on that winning streak or have those games that we won, we would be one of those teams fighting Detroit or whoever it is in that ninth to tenth seed for the eighth spot. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least we have some type of destiny where we can finish sixth, we can finish seventh, or we can finish eighth. So uh, don't put all the pressure on me. You know what I mean? Those guys play well, those guys moving ball, those guys are knocking down shots. Um, I think kind of if you look at it now, the last couple of games that we had, we were making the same plays a little bit at times, and sometimes we're not, but guys haven't been making shots. But at the same time, you still have to make the right basketball play. And when early on we wasn't making those shots, it looked like we wasn't playing team basketball, guys are not getting enough shots. Then all of a sudden guys got into a streak. Keith played better, Otto's played better, Thomas has played great. All those guys have stepped up, Mike, Kelly. Now that some of these guys are in a slump, people say, well, 
it's not the same basketball. It's the same basketball. We're just not making shots, and we can't let it affect or determine how we play on the other end of the floor. No matter if we're missing or making shots, we have to still play defense. And I think that's what made us a tough team to play against in the playoffs last year is when we missed or made shots, we still played great defense. But when we did make those shots, we were beating teams pretty badly. We can go on a 25-0 run, a 27-0 run, things that you probably never heard of. And we have to try to get that same focus and mindset back if we want to make any type of noise this year. John, you know how good you guys can be. I mean, we've seen it this year. We've seen it. this group do it in the playoffs in the past. But you guys are gonna you're gonna be a lower seed this year, which is sort of the roles we in your first in the past. yeah <laughs> from those first couple of years when you were in Chicago when you were in Toronto. Um, I mean, to me, I felt like you guys sometimes played your best when the you know when the team no one was picking you guys. You kind of had the underdog role. It's sort of a it's a I don't know it's a different scenario this year just because of circumstances, but. Do you think you guys can kind of relish in that going into if it's a Toronto, even if it's a Boston where they're missing guys, but people are still going to pick against you guys? Yeah, you know what I mean? This is what it is. Most of my whole career, people always picked against us. You know what I mean? It's something that that should motivate you even more. You know what I mean? We know we're a team that should be in the top three, top four, but you know what I mean? We dealt with injuries. We dealt with not playing well and taking care of opportunities to win certain games that we didn't win. Uh, nobody else put us in this position but ourselves. You, know, you can't dwell on it. The good thing is we know we're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, there's, no, there's no bad teams in the playoffs. And the other good thing is everybody starts 0-0. And it's the first of four. Um, that's the mindset we have to have. And if we play whoever, we're going to be picked to not win the series. Yeah. I've been in that position. We first got to the playoffs. Nobody expected us to win. But we was damn near every time I've been on the road for my first game, we always won. I mm -hmm. think we maybe lost once, and that was Boston last yeah. year. Mm -hmm. And we should have won that game, you see what I'm saying? So we would have been undefeated in game yeah. ones on the road. Uh, we know what type of mindset you have to have. The crowd is going to be against you. No, you got to go there and take advantage. And if you can go over there and take it one game at a time and you win those two on the road, you get yourselves to come home with a huge advantage. We've been in that position where we had huge advantage, we haven't. We just got to go in there with a mindset of understanding we're not a team that don't have any veterans that haven't been in this mm -hmm. position before. You look at some of the season series with Toronto, Boston, Philly, and your absence is noted in a lot of those, and that's just how the schedule panned out. How do you go into those series knowing that you weren't there? I mean, it's hard for the other team to scout, but mm -hmm. as the Wizards, how do you go into it then, just kind of inserting yourself in there, and especially uh, Toronto, because you didn't play any of them, and right yeah. now you're lined up to play them. It's like kind of a weird phenomenon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a surprise, but like somewhat not really because everybody kind of know how I am <laughs> and know how I play. So I think, I mean, it's just about when you get to this point, your superstars got to be superstars. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Your role players got to be great for you, um, but your superstars got to be superstars to win these type of games. I mean, they can't do it on their own. Don't get me wrong. Everybody has to play well. You have to play as a team. But they're going to trap. They're going to do all those things to get the ball out your superstar hands. And other guys got to be willing to make plays, and your superstars got to trust those other guys to make plays. Uh, I think I've been in that position before where if I get it going, teams are going to trap me. Trust your guys and make plays. I think we had people in that position. I think with me being out, it gave guys confidence to be able to mm -hmm. feel comfortable in that role. And I told guys, even like Thomas, and I tell them all the time, even though you're with the second unit at times, still be the same aggressive guy you was with the first unit because that's what we need. The second unit needs it. We need somebody else to put the ball on the floor, somebody else that can score. So um, it would be different for those guys because they can't really scout against us. I played one time against Philly early in the year. That was the first game. Yeah, the first game of yeah, the year. Yeah, so nobody really knew. What we, 80, 80 games 80, ago. 80, one more game <laughs> ago, so you didn't know what to expect. But 
I think just people seeing me back in the lineup is going to change a lot of people's perception of want to play us anyway. So I think that gives us an advantage because we know what type of team we can be when I'm there and we know what type of team we was when I wasn't there and that we was able to compete against these guys. It was almost a year ago when you hit that game winner in game six. Do you play that back in your mind, especially if you're playing Boston tonight? Do you just think about that on a regular basis, like how big that shot was? We did a podcast with Dave Johnson last night. Fans and Dave were still talking about, like, that's one of the best plays in Wizards Bullets history. How often do you think about that, especially with the playoffs right around the corner? Well, I feel like I should have won best playoff moment last year. What? We tried. Yeah. We yeah. tried. No, I give y'all, y'all credit, but I think so. You know what I mean? We got our backs <laughs> against the walls. It's 3-2. Yeah. We at home, and... Now, I mean, I know KD hit a big shot on the road, but that didn't determine, like, they were still going to play three more games. I don't, yeah, I don't think people too. realize the tension in the arena from that. Yeah, in the I back and so. forth. I mean, our season was over if, yeah. that's, if that yeah, doesn't I think go a lot of so. see that. So. And after Horford hit the shot off the yeah, bang, you're just like, him again? Like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we, I mean, I feel like it was the best playoff moment. Uh, I think about it. But me, really, like, when I think about the Boston, it would be like if we get to play them, then I go there and see how game seven is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how – Mm-hmm. Kelly Olenek played well. I couldn't make shots in the fourth quarter. It was fatigued, but, you know, I mean, it's not an excuse. You still had a chance to win that game. And uh, I think if we just have the opportunity to play them, period. It's just first round. It's like you think about all those moments, like game one you should have won. Game two you up three with a minute and 30 to go. Like you think about those little things. And I feel like if we get the opportunity to play them, it kind of be like that year when I broke my hand against Atlanta. Like we should have won that series, but, bam, this is how we lost. Mm-hmm. So I think of those type of moments, and I just feel like God has a plan with yeah. Everything you can't really. Let's, yeah. let's keep God's plan with the whole Toronto thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, we can I, have fun with that. Though. We can't have fun I, uh, with that a lot. <laughs> I talked to a couple of your teammates a little bit about this, but is there? I know you guys haven't been playing well uh, coming into the playoffs. It was sort of similar the year going into Toronto the same way, but yeah. but just because of kind of the success that you have had in the playoffs, and if you know that you guys you can be great. And you've played well in the playoffs. And is there a sense of confidence? Do you think when Saturday and Sunday rolls around, like it's you know it's playoff time? That yeah, I think so. Like uh, coach showed us film about how we play and playing lately. Like yeah. some games I did play, some games I didn't play. Just how we've been playing as a team. And then he showed the whole like Boston series. Like you know what I mean, how aggressive we was, runs yeah. we went on. And I'm like, well, you don't really get that in the regular season. You know I mean, right. you might get that if you playing against. Cleveland the other day, yeah, or you mm-hmm. look at uh, Portland and Denver last night, it looked like it was the first round. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. this is game one, the first round, no fouls wow. called, guys is going out there. But I think that's one thing we can turn on. You could turn you could turn on your aggression at any time mm-hmm. because that's another level. Every possession matters. I think our team understands that. Yeah. I think, but playing well as a group, yeah. you can't really just turn it on. You got to have a chemistry and you got to understand what's going on. But I think playing harder, doing those type of things, you could turn that on in the playoffs because when you see those lights, when you see every game's on TV, when you see the arena is filled, it's not like, well, it's half seats here and half seats not there. Every game is going to be packed out. Every crowd is going to be loud. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tension leading up to it. Every, after every game, is going to be, what's the next game plan? Here's the media. Here's the media. So I think you get adjusted to that and accumulated to that. So it should be fun. Yeah. If you had to pick one guy on this team is the X factor that a lot of people won't talk about. Leading up to it depends who you play, of course, but in your well, mind, you say people want to talk about. It, I say Mike Scott. Hmm. Wow. I mean, just something that the team. Yeah, I mean, X Factor. Everybody knows who's our biggest X Factor is Ko. I mm-hmm. mean, Kelly Oubre comes in with that mindset of playing both ends of the floor, great for us, um, knocking down shots for us, playing defense and letting the game come to him. He's everything we need. Um, and I think Mike Scott is going to be that guy because when you try to switch a lot and pick and rolls, he's one of those guys that can score in the post. He can knock down on the perimeter and post up. He can pass. 
And I think we're going to need that. You know what I mean? Cuz maybe Keith might get in foul trouble. Maybe we can't go small with Otto at the four and you might have to play Mike. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's just one of those pieces that can help us score and play great defense on both ends of the floor. Do you have a theme song for the playoffs this year? I know we came up with a song for the opening video. But what are you listening to? Anything that is is keeping you motivated from that side? I know a lot of times at warm-ups you always have your your earbuds in. I just listen to music. <laughs> for real though, like I just like music. I just listen to music, man. So it's like I listen to my nephew. I listen to Gunner. I listen to Future. I listen to Meek. I mean Dirk. All those guys, Shock Lizzy. I listen to like everybody. I just make a playlist and I'm like, okay, this is when I'm warming up. This is helping me get into my zone when I'm on the court shooting. Then when I get into the locker room, I play a whole nother zone after coach talks and uh, oh, wow. So I mean, I have my own zones on the way riding right to the game in the car. I got the type of music I listen to. Get to the arena while I'm getting treatments. Another playlist I listen to. Like I got four or five playlists that I listen to. They very race what I want to listen to and what zone it gets me into. You hmm. can make. You should make it public on like Spotify. Like, no nah, man, I can't have everybody taking my music. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like when I'm at like you know you have the gather you having to gather some with yeah. friends and stuff and I started yeah. playing the music they be like. Yo, send me that playlist. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> just take the songs one yeah. by one. Don't take my whole playlist. Uh, it's a private playlist. What, what about playoff shades? Anything new coming down the pipeline for playoffs? Yeah, you know, I got a lot of shades, man. I got new shades, man. Shout out Vintage Frames. That's why I've been getting a lot of my cool shades. Y'all oh, been okay. saying that. Okay. Yeah. So um, you're going to see some of them. You're going to see these mostly like for shoot around and okay. practices. So these are my... You don't need to see my eyes tight, but I can see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like the fans to come to one game wearing all of their John Wall with the shades? They're going to have to have a John. We got to have a shades night. You know what I mean? got to yeah. be a shades night. It's yeah. only right. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. It's like everybody get bobblehead nights. I think yeah. my bobblehead got to start having shades. Like, it's only going to be. There we go. Ooh, we'll pitch okay. that one. But you know what I mean? My hair, I'm growing my hair out, so you might get braids one day. You might get oh, a fro no. one day. It's just Wait, gonna... are you growing it out like. Cartier Martin, like you gonna go dreads? No, I don't or want just no dreads, braids, just braids, braids. Okay, braids. I'm going back to my old days. Just something I do. I mean, this is what I started doing when I was bored, injured. You know, yeah. just yep. nothing really to do but work out and let your hair grow. Did you play NBA 2K? You know, we have a new Wizards District Gaming. Did I haven't you do any played of that? a game in so long, For man. Real? Yeah, man. I think I'm getting old. <laughs> I, I used to play video games all day, every day. Now it's like. Be no time. Yeah. I got time. No, you still have time. It's just but like I, well, it's different. Well, maybe, like you, you want to. Like I'd be on my iPad watching stuff. movies and stuff. You're right. You yeah. want to prioritize your time, do other stuff. Last cool. question. Mm -hmm. One message for the fans about these playoffs. I feel like last year it was like very much. All right, we're home court, and for the first time in a long time. But this year it feels a little different. Like the home court thing. Yeah. Um, it was amazing having home court. You know what I mean? Playing your first two games here, it was just amazing to see how D.C. was. It was so lit. It was so on fire. Um, we did go on like an 18-19 game winning streak at home. So I think that's why the atmosphere was so much more exciting. And we had our games at home. And it was like, oh, man, we have to go on the road the first week. You know what I mean? I think it's more exciting and more common when you get that first week at home. Um, but we've been in this position before and we had to go on the road. So it's nothing new for us. It's something you have to dwell on. Um and it's a game of basketball. It's just the next game up, and you gotta take advantage of each game you can. And it's been the road team. You just trying to take one game. If you can get if you can get two games, that's amazing. Because mm -hmm. now you thinking it's close out at home. Mm -hmm. But you only can take it one game at a time. And if we can steal one game, now we got the home court advantage. Yeah. So that's how you gotta look at it. 
Well, thank you very, very much. Thanks, John. Thanks, time. John. I really appreciate it. WizKids DC family, hope you enjoyed this podcast with John Wall. Rep the district, everybody. Playoffs coming up soon. Ciao for now. Thank <laughs> you.